not only is our genius not this like set point, this set thing, this one thing that we're going to do, it's a devotion to being with what's alive in us in every moment. And in that, you'll start to see it evolve. And you'll start, it, I don't think there's one path for you. It's many paths, but who are you being? And are you honoring the truth of what's moving through you? Are you honoring the desire that you have in this now moment? And as we continue to come back to what's alive for me now, what is here? There is no gap. There is no gap. There's no person I need to come, become first before I can be fully in my, in my magic right now. If I knew that I was that person now, what would I be creating? What would I be doing and what would I be expressing? Regardless of how I think it's going to be perceived or accepted or what's possible. And it will start, it, I love the word evoke. The, mm -hmm. It will start to be evoked out of you the more that we stay present with with what's alive now welcome to the goddess talk podcast a platform inspiring you to remember your power step into your divine purpose and activate your most fulfilling abundant life Join me and my guests for conversations around spirituality, self-development, wellness, women's empowerment, and soul-led business. I'm so grateful to have you with me. Let's jump in. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. This week's episode is a conversation with Hannah Euler. I will get into all the topics covered and details for that in a moment. I have a couple of things I want to share with you first. Number one is that episode 54, the last episode on the show called Sourcing Unwavering Power Within, was super well received. I had a lot of you reaching out, letting me know that it really landed for you. It really spoke to you. So I just want to invite any of you who have not yet listened to go check that out. I talk all about the inner game of power and how we can begin to source power from within as opposed to outsourcing our power so that we can be really grounded in who we innately are, the value we hold, and what we're here to bring to the world. So go listen to that if you feel called. I also want to spend a moment talking about my current one-on-one -on -one offering, Power Packs. I'm all about power right now. This is a mini one-on-one -on -one container that is for emerging and up-and-coming feminine leaders who are ready to activate true embodied power from within now to get really anchored into their work, anchored into the potency of their message, of their gifts, of their leadership on the planet, and amplify their visibility, their impact, their service to others, and the results that they generate 
as an automatic outcome of locking these things in. This container is really based around the idea that the world is always responding to you, especially in leadership. We always have to go first in deciding that our unique medicine is needed in the world, that we get to claim ourselves as the leader, as ready, as worthy now as we are, knowing that it is enough and it is perfect for those that we're meant to serve. This is when our leadership begins to really take off. So this is designed to be an accelerated one-on-one deep dive completely focused around power activation. So it's really ideally for the woman who is already set up in her work, in her business, in her leadership, right? Like she's got some of the basic strategies in place. She's got a website and social channel set up. She's maybe got an offering of some sort ready to be shared. And she's really looking for that energetic alignment behind all of the beautiful foundation and strategy that she has. So this is designed to move very quickly. There are three 90-minute power igniting coaching calls, three weeks of unlimited Voxer messaging access, and beyond that, these are really intended to be completely customized. So we may do some embodiment work together, we might do some live healing work on the calls, I may offer a meditation or journaling work. It's really going to be based on what is needed for you in the time of your container and our connection together. So if you are called to these, if you are interested in claiming one of the spaces, the best way to get in touch with me is to send me a message on Instagram You can also send me an email if you would prefer. I will link both in the show notes. I have a story highlight on my Instagram as well with more details. And that is all, my loves. This is some of the most important work that we can do in our leadership. I'm really excited to take this journey with those of you who know that you're meant to be in this space into all things power and i'm really honored to be the witness to you arising into your most potent leadership so with that let's move into today's episode with hannah euler who is an intuitive business mentor for new earth leaders and entrepreneurs. She is truly incredible. She's become a mentor of mine. And we talk about this idea of creating holistic success. So the kind of success where our business and our life and everything in between get to thrive together and contribute. Our business gets to fuel our creativity and our desires. Our life gets to support our relationships, our health, 
our time and our schedule gets to align with our business needs, it all gets to work together. And then we explore the relationship between embodiment and intention, how to bring the embodiment online to support the intentions that we have. The experience of feeling through our resistance, of actually feeling through our fear and how that allows us to arrive back into our truth and actually arrive in deeper truth as well. And then this balance between evoking our genius now, not waiting to express our genius, to uncover our genius, just letting it express as it wants to in each now moment. And at the same time, not feeling like we need to confine it to a label, to a title, to an Instagram bio, but knowing that it can expand, evolve, and grow with us as we grow as well. And lastly, we move through this concept of radical self-expression, how your unique approach, ideas, and perspectives are here to liberate yourself and those around you. So that is what we dive into. I definitely feel that whether or not you have a business, there will be something for you to receive from listening. I am going to wrap it up here. I am excited for you to listen. I'm excited to see some of you in Power Packs. And I will look forward to connecting with you again in our next episode very, very soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. I'm here today with Hannah Euler, who is an intuitive business mentor guiding new earth leaders and entrepreneurs into their most authentic path to prosperity through radical self-expression and a devotion to holistic success. For everyone listening, Hannah's work is truly so potent. I have loved following your work and being in your world and she's become a mentor of mine and it's a really big pleasure to to be able to bring her on the show so thank you so much for being here Hannah welcome thank you so much for having me it's such a pleasure to be on here with you you my love are a force and I'm so grateful to have you in my world and in my space you came into my space this just easeful, calm energy. And then as soon as you open up your mouth and the wisdom pours through, I've just from day one been blown away by you and by all of the magic and the wisdom that you hold and your devotion to your work. It's been such a joy to really see that come out. So to be here with you is truly such an honor. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much, my love. Mm. So I really want to give you a chance to share a little bit more about you in your own words. I know I read like your fancy bio, but I want to hear more about your background and how you came into the work that you're doing today and a little bit more about what the work is that you're doing in the world. 
Yes, yes. So intuitive business coaching was never anything that I planned out. I never thought or knew that I would be here, um, but I do have a, a background in marketing and business. And I've always been on this path. I've always been a seeker, a, a closet spiritual seeker for a long time, not really telling anybody about this journey of healing and um, and all the weird little woo-woo things that I was doing for so long. Um, but I was pursuing business and I was pursuing entrepreneurship. And I always knew that I wanted to kind of pave my own way and have the freedom, the creative freedom to live life on my own terms. Because I knew that when I had the freedom to, to be, to express, to spend my day how I liked, that that's when I felt like I was able to really show up for my clients, for the people in my life. Um, and so my background in marketing took me to, I had a freelance business where I was doing marketing for, for other small businesses for a while, and that was fun, but I was doing the work for them. And then I had all of these tools and I it just got to a point where I realized if I have all of these tools and I have all of this knowledge and this deep pull to express what I was learning, not only on the business side of things, but the spiritual side of things, why am I not doing this for myself? Why am I not building my own brand? Um, so eventually, um, I was doing my own thing for a while, working in marketing agencies, and there was this deep disconnect from the work that I was doing, the clients that I was working with, and what was really calling me. And I was, I had all the things, I had the beautiful, the great job, I had the beautiful office, I had uh, promotions that were being dangled in front of me. And eventually I could not ignore that call anymore to share all of this work that I was doing secretly behind the scenes um, and to start to share my truth and start to build my own brand. Um, and eventually I decided to just quit out of nowhere. I had this moment I had got home from work and it was a long day and I was just feeling the force and the push and the grind to show up every day. And the, that feeling of when the alarm clock went off, like that little whisper, there's something more, like there's something more you're meant to be doing. And I got home from work one day and, I'm, and I just threw my hands up and I'm like, I, I can't do it anymore. I don't know how to transition. I don't know what's next, but I know I have the tools. I know I have this deep spiritual um, uh, trust. I have this deep trust with myself through this, through all of my practices and all of the healing I had been doing. I knew I'd figure it out. So I quit, quit my agency job, um, went all in on, on freelance marketing to kind of pay the bills while I was building my own brand. And I was started off with as a masculine business coach. <laughs> so funny because here I am all about intuition and all about the creativity and all about the flow. Um, but I knew the masculine stuff really well. So I was starting to feel that freedom of, of really like building my own thing, but there was still that disconnect. So I was making money. I was hiring clients. I was, I was getting clients into my world and I was making them money, but still that little call 
a little intuitive call. Like there's this little piece mm. that's missing. And after I hit one of my highest, my highest months pretty quickly out of the gate, and I didn't feel that like fulfillment. I didn't feel that yes, that alignment in my body. I decided to drop it all. I stepped back for a few months, took a risk to not sell anything, to not show up and really connected to what is moving through me. And I burned down everything I'd been teaching. I burned down the way I'd been doing my business. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just lead from this, this voice that's been guiding me for so long. I'm going to lead from this space and I'm going to see what I can build from here. Um, and I, I came back and I brought in the spiritual side of things and started attracting incredible clients and sure enough, started getting not only the same results, but better results after dropping everything I had done and really just trusting in myself and, and teaching my clients to do the same. So it wasn't that I, I, I had no idea I would get here, but it was following one, it was one trust fall after the next. Mm -hmm. And through this, I've cultivated such a deep trust with myself and my intuition um, that there's, there's no other way that I, that I will do business, that I will build this brand um, and guide others in doing the same. So there's this piece, like you mentioned, this piece was missing. And I, I want to honor like how much courage it, it took to look at what you were doing and say, this still isn't it, despite the results being there. Because I think it can be, of course, scary to shift gears when the results aren't there. And we're like, why isn't it working? Let me try something new. Let, maybe this will work. Maybe that will work. But when the results are there, it can be just as scary, even more scary to shift gears because we have all of this reinforcement, like keep doing it the hustle way, keep doing it the masculine way. It's clearly giving you results or stay in the nine to five. It's giving you security. It's, it's making your, your family or your peers happy or comfortable or whatever. So I just want to honor like how much courage it takes to be like, no, like there's still something else that wants to emerge and I'm willing to go fully into the unknown to see what's there. And I think this, this brings up this idea that, that you teach about this idea of holistic success. So I want to just give you the chance to share more about what holistic success means and how that was lacking in your initial approach with your work. Mm, thank you so much for that reflection. And you, you hit, hit it on the head right there. It was the, the results being there when they landed and I didn't feel what I thought that that was going to bring me. I didn't feel the connection that I was craving, number one, that I didn't realize I was craving a deep connection. Not only, okay, bring clients in, get them results. Where's the next one? Let's keep cycling. Let's keep growing. What I felt was missing was that deep soul connection with the people that I was working with and what I was actually talking about. And so that would, that would start to manifest in, um, in stress. I'd wake up and I'd, look at my calendar or I'd look at the things that I had to do that day. And I'm like, okay, I just got to knock this off, knock this off, knock this off. And then I can 
chill for the rest of the day. And that hit me. I'm building my own business. There are no rules here. Mm-hmm. It gets to be my way. It gets to be, it gets to fuel my passion and not take away. Why am I not feeling that right now? And so it was that piece of there's connection that's lacking here. And it wasn't that I wasn't able to connect to my clients. It's that I wasn't fully connecting to myself. And so that started to manifest in how I was moving throughout my days. I was losing motivation to do the things that lit me up, like going to yoga or um, spending time out in nature or just being creative for the sake of being creative outside of my business. What I realized is that my business wasn't just something that I was clocking in and out of. If it was, then why, why not go back to my nine to five job? It got to be something that fueled this creative energy. It got to be something that enhanced my expression in the world, that enhanced my connection to myself, to spirit, to the people in my community. And the fact that it wasn't doing that, and I was feeling drained at the end of the day, even though I was the boss and I was the one making the rules, was that wake up call for me. And when that clicked and I turned the rules upside down and I said, you know what? My priority now is gonna be being creative outside of the business. My priority now is gonna be having a long nourishing evening routine and morning routine where I'm connecting with myself. And as I started, and I'm gonna drop everything else that I think that I have to be doing to be successful, I'm gonna take a risk here and lean into to what I'm being, where I'm really being called to spend my time, where I really feel my cup is wanting to be filled. And in, in those spaces, that's when I would start to receive the content. That's when I would start to receive the ideas for the programs. That's when I would get this desire and this momentum in my body to actually want to show up and share my truth, to actually want to be present, to wake up excited was the more I was focusing on these other elements of my life that were previously being neglected. And that's when it really started to click. This is, this is the piece we live. If we wait till our business gets to a certain level before we give ourselves permission to have the space and the creativity and the connection that we really desire with ourselves, it's going to be a long game. It's you're, you're going to, there's always going to be an excuse for why you're not giving your, you're not filling your cup. But when that is at the forefront that's the thing that gets to fuel the creativity. That's, those are the spaces where you actually get to hear what's moving through you instead of consuming, consuming, consuming. What should I be doing now? What's my next step? What's the best strategy? It's in these spaces that it all sort of clicks, all nourishes each other rather than it being, here's the business. And here's my life. Yes. And I think it's like recognizing that at every level, there's going to be an invitation to embrace 
our multidimensionality even more fully and also our sovereignty even more fully. Because I think what often happens and what I've seen myself and what I see in a lot of my clients is we're so eager to take, we're so eager and so willing to take the first step in the first leap of faith. And maybe we leave the job and we're like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm here for freedom. I'm choosing freedom for myself. I'm choosing purpose. Like I'm, I'm doing the entrepreneurship route or um, I'm, I'm, I'm devoting myself to trust in me and my own path. And so we take that first leap of faith, but then we find ourselves again, denying our multidimensionality, denying our sovereignty in this new space. Okay, well, how is everybody else showing up? Okay, well, how does this online business thing work? Okay, well, if I wanna make money, I gotta be constantly doing, not remembering that we get to be a, a full creator of our life, the conscious creator of our experience. And we get to bring in all parts of ourself to our work. We get to bring in, well, I really value my feminine. I want that to be a part of my experience. Well, I value my creativity. I value rest. I value my intimate relationships. I choose to have space for those, even as I'm in business, even as I'm showing up for my work, I choose to no longer have to trade off success for love or success for self-care or time for myself. Like we get to step into our sovereignty more and more fully at every new level and embrace all that we are more fully at every new level. And I think everything you just described is such, such a, is just such a beautiful reinforcement of that. Oh, so beautifully said. And it's this process of, it's an unlearning process that I see so many of my clients go through. We've learned to trade our time for money. We've learned to follow, to listen to what the boss says, listen to what the teacher says. We're trained to be more so followers than leaders of ourselves, And so I'm really hearing this conversation around like leadership and sovereignty really um, waking up in the space and the spiritual space and even just in entrepreneurship in general, the power of unlearning what it means to follow someone else, unlearning what it means to follow a system and calling that power back into ourselves, calling that power and that trust back into our own relationship with our intuition, where we realize no one's really got it all figured out. No one's really has all of the perfect answers. But as we learn to cultivate leadership, and like you said, sovereignty, I love that word sovereignty mm -hmm. in ourselves, what we realize is no one's going to lead us more powerfully than ourselves. No one's going to know what we truly need to thrive, what we, what, what's truly going to evoke this magic that is so unique to every single person other than ourselves. And as this unlearning process, this shift happens, I see in my clients, we start to operate from personal power mm -hmm. instead of force. And this is where the real momentum starts to land in because you can take all of the courses that you want. You can be in all of the group programs, but until you're bringing it back to your own system, your own body, your understanding, what is a yes in your body? What is a no? You're always going to be chasing 
the next leader, the next guru, the next system to tell you what to do until this, this process breaks down. And when you, when it pops and you, and, and you realize like, Oh God, like, okay, it sounds good that I have all the answers, but when that really lands and that really integrates what is created from that space is bigger. It's bigger than you. It's unexpected. It's when you look back at your journey and are like, I don't know how I got here, but this is more beautiful than I could have ever expected. It's, it's such a beautiful process and it's challenging. And you're, there's a, there's a lot of trust falls that are required in that. Oh my gosh. Cultivated. Once let yourself just like leap into the unknown with full trust that you will figure it out. There's no going back from that. Mm-hmm. There's no going back from the trust that you've cultivated in yourself. That's true personal power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the self-trust is, the self-trust that it requires is enormous. It's like more trust than you could have ever imagined. But when you're willing to be in that space and to keep coming back to your yes, and where soul is inviting you to go. It's amazing what that opens up. And it does take a willingness to be with the unknown because it's going to be different than what anyone else has ever created, than the path that anyone else has ever carved. But that's also where the possibility is is available, is is in the willingness to be in that space of unknown. And so I really want to, I want to talk a little bit about intention and embodiment, because I think this can, this is where, I think this is where this conversation is important. So we have this intention to trust self more. We have this intention to be the creator of our experience and our, our reality. And we set out to Um, expand our our mission or to call in a certain amount of income or to work with clients or even aside from business, maybe it's um, to call in greater levels of love or greater levels of well-being or freedom. And we have this powerful intention. Can you talk about the the importance of bringing the body and, and our embodiment on board with us and how that can amplify the intention that we have to create something new? Mm, I love this question. So the embodiment that comes forward after we create an intention is at the point of making a new choice and a new decision. Whether that is how you're gonna wake up in the morning and instead of going straight into your day, you're going to practice making an intention and channeling some content. That choice to be with it, to do the thing, rather than going on autopilot, that's a point of embodiment because we can read all of the books, we can learn all of the information, you can be brilliant intellectually with all of all of these things all of these trainings memorized all the books all of the teachings so well so multi-dimensional in your intellectual knowledge but until you're applying that every day and you're making a new choice 
that is in alignment with the intention rather than I'm going to make the intention and just wait for it to manifest, but I'm going to make the intention and then I'm going to do that scary thing. That's where we begin to actually embody the wisdom, the wisdom of the intention. We can make intentions all day long, but if we're doing the same thing and we are running on autopilot, running on the 95% of the subconscious, which is running the show, rather than catching ourselves when we'd normally maybe, oh, I think I'm just going to like sit back and like write some more content instead of reach out to that person that I really want to connect mm. Like these are the moments that you'll, once the intention is made, you'll know what to do. You'll be given these, these pieces of intuition, of inspiration. You'll be given the next steps. But until we follow those steps, we decide to say yes to that. We show up to it and we pair that intention with action. It's just, it's all up here. It's not embodied. And so there's a, there's a big conversation around embodiment, but this is one of the key elements is knowing that every single moment you have a choice to either embody your intention or to keep going with, with what's been on auto, autopilot the whole time. Mm -hmm. And this is such a, this is such an important topic when we think about like contradictions that happen. So, and you mentioned like the subconscious is 85 to 95% running the show. And if, and the subconscious is the body, it's the energy, it's the unconscious part of the mind. If that's carrying a different story than the intention, like, of course, the intention is not going to hold. Of course, we're going to keep repeating and calling forward what lives in the body and in the energy field. So bringing, bringing those two into harmony is the key to creating something new. And I think you really hit the nail on the head when you said like, it's this, it's the choice. And what allows for the choice in my experience is the pause, creating the spaciousness to, and we actually we were talking about this before we hit record, like have an interruption of autopilot. The pause creates an interruption of what the unconscious wants to keep running. And we get to consciously choose something new and bring the body, the emotions, the unconscious part of the mind on board with that intention. Mm, and as you just said, bringing the emotions on board is the, another really important piece of that. Feeling what, if you're feeling the resistance, if you're feeling confusion, I don't know what, what next step to take. I will challenge you with that. I would challenge anyone who says, I don't have clarity. I don't know what to do next. I guarantee that you do. It's what is the emotion that comes up for you when you, when you feel that I don't know what to do next, or when you feel that hesitation or you feel that resistance, this is another piece of the embodiment is what is your body telling you rather than bulldozing over it? Mm. Saying, I'm going to force myself to take the new action. I'm not going to feel what I'm, what's like really here, but I'm just going to, I'm going to take the new action and close my eyes and and try to like ignore the fact that I'm feeling all of this or that I'm confused or I have this emotional, almost like emotional backup that can happen. 
when we just give ourselves, the, we take that pause, as you said, give ourselves the spaciousness to feel, not think, feel, okay, I'm feeling some tightness in my chest right now. I wanna, I wanna do this thing. I'm feeling some tightness in my chest right now. And you follow that and you breathe into that and you feel that you're accessing the subconscious. Mm -hmm. you, that's, the, that's where you begin to rewire. We're afraid to feel because we're afraid of what we're gonna find. Mm -hmm. And I get that. And I have so much compassion for that. And when you hold yourself in that, you remind your body that you're safe, maybe call on your inner child, let her know that she is protected and you feel all the way through what's actually there. Every time, every single time, it has never failed. If you really feel it all the way through, you're gonna get to the truth of what's underneath that and realize the fear was an illusion. The mm -hmm. resistance was an illusion. And someone can look you in the eyes and tell you it all day long. It's not real. You're fine. Fear's an illusion. But until you take yourself there and you feel the thing you're afraid to feel, you won't be able to access that feeling of complete liberation from that resistance. Then show up to the action. Mm, yes. It's from that space. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like the body is such a powerful tool of illumination of what is happening in the unseen, in the unconscious. Like, and, and it's so true. Like we go up, we go out to take an action and we're feeling all of this fear. And, and so much of the conditioning is pushed through the fear, like move through the comfort zone or like blast through the comfort zone. And, and there's a lot of reinforcement around that. So we do that and we think that's a good thing. And we even reward ourselves for doing that. But it's like, what is the contradiction then that's happening in the, in the subtle realms is you took this powerful action yet the whole body and energy system was saying, who am I to take that? I'm unworthy. I shouldn't have done that. Why did I say that? Like, it doesn't get to be this good for me, whatever the story is there. But when we're willing to meet that emotion first, we get to see what's there. We get to meet that. We get to let it move through our system. So just like you said, we can return to what's actually true. And all of the fear is always going to be, like you said, an illusion, it's going to be our not truth, but in order to get to the truth, we have to be willing to meet that. So it yes. can clear. Yes, exactly. As we continue to clear, we build greater trust with ourselves. We build greater trust with our intuition. We can begin to decipher the voice of our heart and our intuition versus the voice of fear. If you don't know fear and if you're like in the space of what, what is my fear? What is my intuition? I can't tell one or the other. That's your invitation to do just what we just spoke about. Just feel. Don't try to figure out which is which. Just feel. And eventually that light will shine through and it'll be so clear. Like this is the voice of truth. This is the voice of love. Mm -hmm. What I needed to hear. And the more we do that, the more we cultivate a stronger relationship with our intuition, the more we source our power from within. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think with the with our truth, 
and the heart when we're willing to be with it there's a certainty like there's always a certainty it might be subtle at first but there's like a knowing when it's our truth yeah you know you feel it (laughs) and it and again like it, it can be very subtle at first but over time it's our our ability to to know what is truth versus what is not truth strengthens and it gets a little bit quicker to identify what truth feels like and where the certainty is. So I want to, I want to explore more on this, on this piece of now we talk, we've been talking about like the power of being here and now throughout this conversation and something else that you speak about a lot is accessing and allowing our genius. And I know that the now is also a really powerful entry point to letting that come through. So can you speak a little bit more about what it means to allow our genius? Because I I know for so many of us, we're often blocking it from coming through because we're so caught up with past, like, well, it wasn't here before, or I wasn't good enough then, or I messed it up this time, or we're, we're totally in the future where we're like, it's not quite here yet, or it's coming someday, and we're waiting for the genius to come through. So talk about the now and how that can, how that is where the genius truly lives. Ooh, beautiful, yes. So we can, we can journey and try to figure it out and try to go through all of the astrological charts and all of the things, figure out what is, what's, what is my genius in a few sentences? How does that look? How does that show up? And this is a journey that will leave you in circles until we realize that it's who you are being called to be in this moment. Mm. Who are you being called to be in this moment? That is your genius. Not who is this person calling you to be? Not what do I need to be to be liked and to be accepted? Not who do I need to be to keep up, keep up with everyone on social media or to keep up with the people around me. But what in this moment is activating me? What am I experiencing that's asking to be alchemized? That's asking to be looked at. That is whether it's a contrast your life is providing you contrast for you to get really clear on a desire that's alive for you now. We can use struggle, we can use resistance, we can use contrast in the present moment as the key, as the thread to what our our magic is asking us to access. Or maybe there's something that you are just genuinely excited about in this moment to express, to create, but there's a question of it's different or Will it, will it be accepted? Will it be loved? Will it be seen? Will I be understood? These are the pieces that when we follow the threads and we feel into that and we show up in that, we start to see that not only is our genius not this like set point, this set thing, this one thing that we're gonna do, it's a devotion to being with what's alive in us in every moment. And in that, you'll start to see it evolve. 
and you'll start it. I don't think there's one path for you. It's many paths, but who are you being? And are you honoring the truth of what's moving through you? Are you honoring the desire that you have in this now moment? And as we continue to come back to what's alive for me now, what is here? There is no gap. There is no gap. There's no person I need to come, become first before I can be fully in my, in my magic right now. If I knew that I was that person now, what would I be creating? What would I be doing and what would I be expressing? Regardless of how I think it's gonna be perceived or accepted or what's possible. And it will start, it, I love the word evoke. The, it will start to be evoked out of you the more that we stay present with, with what's alive now. The present moment is all you ever need. It truly is. Where are you feeling mm-hmm. now and what do you desire now? That's your key. That's your key. I love that. It will be evoked through you. It's almost as if, like it's it's like we we we're not even doing it. We're witnessing the genius coming through. But we have to we have to allow that process to happen. And there's this again conditioned tendency to want to make sense of it, to want to package it in this statement or to intellectualize what it is that we offer, what our our contribution and this being piece is so crucial as you said because it's almost like it it that's the only way that it can express is through the being if we're trying to express it through the doing or what we say or packaging it up or intellectualizing it we limit and we constrict and we confine instead of allowing it to be like messy and to be different moment to moment that can only happen when we just be and allow it to, to, to lead us. Yes, exactly. There's, and there's no, there's no right or wrong. Like let, let your bio change every month. <laughs> like let, let yourself play, let yourself explore, let yourself express. It's in the, sh- it's in the showing up. It's in the doing and not even the doing it's in the, it's in the who am I, who am I going to be in this doing, in this action that I'm taking, whether that's to take space and not do anything, or you are creating, you are showing up in a different way, you are taking different action. The action is irrelevant, but are you, is it coming from this place of this is what I believe I should be doing? This is the right thing to do or I'm not doing that because I'm afraid that's the wrong thing to do, or is it just following that spark of inspiration in every moment and trusting that there is no right or wrong, there is no perfect action, oh, that, that can get us so stuck, that can get us so confused, the, the lack of clarity that comes from this idea that there's a right action and a wrong action to take, that there's a right way to package our gifts, there's a wrong way to pack this, that in itself is what's going to limit what is actually wanting to move through. And so in, in that, just if I, if there was no right or wrong, 
and I truly was here to play and to explore and to express, what would I be doing in this moment? Trusting that it will change because it's going to. We release so much pressure. And as you said, the key word, allow what's here now to move through. Allow yourself to evolve. Mm-hmm. Allow, if you're a business owner, allow your audience to evolve with you. If you're not, allow your, your community, your friends, your circle to evolve with you as you trust in what's here now. It's incredible. The right or wrong, and, and also like, well, it's been done this way before, it's never been done that way. So who am I to, to introduce this new way of doing? Like, I see that as well. It's like, well, these people say this is wrong. These people say it's right. And I have this idea, but like that couldn't possibly be available. That's like too good to be true. That's out there. That's just never been done. I, I, who am I to bring it, bring this new way forward? And that's again, an invitation to tap into the self-trust to know that there's no right or wrong and that there's no limitations to what is possible. And when you're receiving ideas like that, I'm a full believer in this. When you are receiving ideas that are different or that you haven't seen done before, before, maybe it's similar, but a little bit different, you're being given that because there are other people who are going to find you who are also needing that perspective from you. You are the vessel for an impact that's it's going to have a ripple effect and in you trusting this unique thing that's moving through because as as consciousness is evolving there's all these different different timelines and these different ways of being and these different expressions and creativity is just like expanding at rapid speed right now through technological advances through social media and all these resources that we have now there's so many different ways of doing things and there's so many different perspectives and people are really owning what's unique to them. So when you honor that, then you are the vessel for the people who need your very perspective of that. There is no competition. There is no like one way to do it. There's no limited. This isn't we're, we're breaking free of lack consciousness. We're breaking free of that. There's an abundance of, of opportunity, of people, of ideas, of creativity. And when you let what's unique to you come through, the people are going to meet you there. They, they are part of the creation that's moving through you. Yes. Trade for what is unique to you. And in you being the embodiment of what is unique to you, you give other people the permission to be the embodiment of what is unique to them and to trust themselves. It's so powerful. Mm, I love this so much. And it's like, when we choose to honor our new way that's coming through that we want to share, we get to invite others to join us in anchoring in this new way and this new paradigm and this new level of expanded consciousness on the planet just like you said, it's so powerful. It is, and and I I speak this from experience. I mean, I had lack of clarity, confusion is, um, I have 
fusion as one of my gene keys as the shadow of one of my life's work gene keys. And so I, I've had such a journey I, and as a reflector, I mean, I, identity, I can't, I can't stick to an identity. I'm always changing. I'm always evolving based on my environment where I am. And I know that I, I struggled with this so much. Like, I feel like I fit in here, but I also fit in here, but I feel like I'm a little flavor of that, but I'm also a flavor of that. And I made that wrong. I'm like, why can't I figure out who I'm meant to be speaking to? What is this community I'm meant to be building? What am I meant to be creating? It created so much like inner turmoil and confusion and resistance in my body, even though I knew what was unique was most powerful. There's still that like need for sure. Want to yeah. like to an identity. And, and when you let yourself take a little piece from here, take a little piece from here and become your own elixir in your business and in life. Um, again, that's another piece of really just allowing your genius to come through and releasing the need to identify to an identity because you're not an identity. You are a, you are energy that is always moving is always evolving and always changing. Yes. The, the not making yourself wrong piece is, I mean, we could have a whole episode on that piece alone, but it, it goes back as well to like, what are the things that you've rejected in yourself? And also that collectively we've rejected that when you stop making those parts of yourself wrong, you get to free the collective from rejecting those qualities as well. It's really powerful. Um, alchemy work that we get to do. Alchemy, those pieces that you reject, that's such an essential piece. Wanting to bring more of who you are forward, wanting to really understand more of who you are is, again, uh, unlearning where you thought it was wrong to be one way or to believe one way or to see the world in one way. Rewild those pieces, bring them back, let them be seen mm -hmm. even even if you feel that they're, they're shadow elements or whatever, whatever judgment may be around that, they're little, little keys, little keys to more of your expression, little keys to more abundance that's available to you. And the more you access that, the more magnetic you become, the more people can feel you when you show up in the world. And I think that that's one of the greatest gifts that you that you could give the world is showing up as all of you, feeling all of you and giving other people a safe space to feel all of who they are. And receiving yourself, right? Like receiving all of those parts of yourself that for so long we've rejected and shamed and neglected and betrayed. Like when we can receive those and, and see the gift of those, it's like everything shifts from that space exactly and you can hear the truth again you can hear your intuition more clearly it's it's all connected mm. Mm. well so good I am uh just there there's I'm so glad we got to have this conversation and I'm, I'm so glad it got to flow in the way that it did. And as we're coming up on the end of our time, I just want to give you a chance to share any last piece, any last wisdom that you, you want to share with the listeners and 
also let people know where they can find you online if they want to connect with you and and hear more from you yes yes oh there's so many pieces the one the one that's most alive is just not making this conversation of not making yourself wrong not making yourself wrong for the post that you created or the the offer that wants to come through or maybe that you showing up to something didn't feel as powerful as you wanted it to feel or maybe you feel like you don't have all the answers or the strategies or whatever the thing is when we begin to not make ourselves wrong for what we're doing and just show up to the thing and create the thing that we want to be creating and let yourself, let yourself fail. If you're failing so much respect to you, you're in the game. You're, this is part of the process of succeeding. There is no success without failure, but until we release this hold on needing to do it correctly or needing to look a certain way or, holding on to past mistakes, being wrong, or worries about the future, meaning that we're not prepared or that we're not perfect in our routines or we're not perfect in our practices. We don't have all our traumas figured out. We don't like all (laughs) things. There's so much that we're like, I'm not ready. I'm wrong. I can't do this. (sighs) You're human. You're human. And that is your gift. So show up to the thing, even if it scares you, show up in your imperfections, show up as all of you. And as you release that resistance, there's going to be so much momentum and clarity that will be behind that. That feels complete. Yeah, there's, oh, there's so much, there's so much that I could say around that, but that piece alone free up so much spaciousness in your being and you can find me on (laughs) find me on instagram um i i have a facebook group you can get inside of the facebook group i have a few trainings inside of there um if you find me on instagram send me a message i always encourage people to reach out to me um say hello ask any questions let me know how i can support you um, on your journey of just being fully expressed and and really trusting yourself and and building this relationship with your intuition, there's um, I don't think there's a, a more important relationship to prioritize than that. So let me support you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah, for being here. It truly feels like a gift to to have you and just to be able to to have this conversation and and bring this to the listeners. Um, Just thank you for everything that you are and everything that you do in the world. Thank you so much. It's been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for listening to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you enjoy this show, I would love so much if you subscribed and left a five-star rating and review. And if you liked this episode, be sure to share it so we can spread this mission together far and wide. You can connect with me on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch and head to goddessbrandco.com for show notes and ways to work with me. Sending so much love and I'll see you on the next episode.